Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. Go inside and think about your one precious life that you have. Imagine that you could gather up all the energy of that life into a ball and, and you could toss the ball into a direction. Something that you want to create in your life. And open your eyes. Everybody who picked prison guard, would you raise your hand? We, we are the creative life force. That is not something outside of us. That is something that comes into a crystallized, crystallized point called each one of us. And we wield that life. So we get to choose how we want to wield it. And if we spend our time focusing on what's wrong with ourselves or what's wrong with somebody else, we are effectively a prison guard. So just ask yourself, how much energy do I spend making sure that I don't get out of prison. And not only making sure that I don't get out of prison, but being a particularly nasty prison guard by walking by the cell and just reminding that prisoner of how they deserve to be there. And then how much of my energy do I spend with the prisoner in the next cell? And the next cell, how big is my round that I spend my day walking around, focusing on all these criminals? And is that what I want to do with my one wild and precious life? Or perhaps, is there something else that I want to give life to? As the creative life force, we give life. That's what we are here to do. And so we want to, we want to think carefully about what is it that we want to give life to? Do we want to give life to ranting on Facebook about who we are upset with? How much energy do we put there? It is tempting, yes. <laughs> and many of us have indulged. <laughs> it's like, let's have a big 12-step meeting here. Yes, I'm Jane, and I have indulged <laughs> in that. <laughs> we, we all do it because it's so human. But we, what we have to remember is that human is just a passing expression of who we are. Who we really are is this amazing life force. And we could be giving life to the power of love, for example. 
You all made the choice to come here today because this community is all about love and awakening spiritually. And so when you make that choice, you're saying, this is what I want to give life to. When you, when you decide that you're going to sit home and complain about the snow, then you're giving life to negativity or to fear, oh, I couldn't possibly drive out in the snow. When you choose to go out and go snowshoeing or skiing or just build a snowman. Did you build a snowman? Yeah? All right. When you do that, you're giving life to play. You're giving life to joy. You're giving life to health. It's so important that we spend time. We spend the time we are giving, given thinking about where do we want to put our life energy. And the corollary of that is where do we want to release our life energy from? Resentment would be a great place to start with releasing because it's not serving life. And then there are the things that we've outgrown, whether it's clothes that don't fit anymore or it's thoughts that we were given as we grew up. Like, you'll never amount to anything. Or don't be so full of yourself. I'm not sure who we're supposed to be full of, but you know, that, that is a thought that we were given, right? As we think, as we pay attention to our thoughts and we notice the thoughts in our heads that are not in service of life, then we have the choice available to us to release those. And that will serve us and it will serve humanity because we each are a microcosm of the whole and the choices that we make matter. We look around in our world and we see a lot of darkness, don't we? If we can see it out there, we can find it in here. And our choices are contributing to it. If we want to enlighten our world, it starts in here. Like that old song, Peace Begins With Me. What are my thoughts? Where am I giving life to fear? Where am I giving life to hatred? Where am I giving life to the idea that someone is other? Where am I giving life the idea that we are all one. That song that we sang in the beginning, You Are the Face of God, 
I, I found myself in tears because I was thinking about all of you and just thinking, wow, this is the face of God. This is what that looks like. It's not some Sistine Chapel thing. I mean, that's fine, but this is the face of God. Yeah, Michelangelo's fine. <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm so inclusive. <laughs> What is it for you? Where are you going to put your life energy? What do you need to release? If you could put it anywhere, and here's the truth, you can, because you are the creative life force expressing. There is no truth to I can't. That translates to I'm scared. I don't know how and I don't want to set the GPS because I'm supposed to have this covered. Me, the immortal ego. You know, that's not truth. Truth is that if I have conceived the desire then it's a seed. Day, sire, it comes from the Father, from the source. And that seed is built in with the how. It just doesn't pop out of its little seed case and tell the ego. And so the ego doesn't know how. But that doesn't mean there is no how, it just means the ego doesn't know how. So whatever it is that you can conceive, it is yours to bring to birth in this world. Don't be there on your deathbed saying, I wish I'd done that. I so admire Lawrence Schechter over there. We did um, a few years ago in a prosperity class one of the things we were supposed to do is come up with our, our vision. What was our vision? What did we want our life to look like? And I'm pretty sure he went through like four or five vision statements and, and he'd say, okay, this is it, this is it. And then he'd wake up the next day, okay, no, 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 this is it, this is it. And he'd keep revising and revising and revising until finally he came face to face with the thing that he had been carrying in his heart since he was 70. Not, not since the 70s. He had been carrying it for a very, very long time. This vision that he had for this amazing building was built with sacred geometry. He's an architect. And, and he really, really wanted to bring this to life. And now he has created Light Path, his organization, and the building is a piece of it. And metaphysically, he's creating the light path in terms of the programs that they're doing. It's a beautiful, beautiful vision. But I loved that even though he was in his 70s, he wasn't afraid to say, it's not too late. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this happen. I don't have an idea 
of how to make it happen, but I'm going to start. I'm going to put one foot in front of the other, and I'm going for it. So don't give us the excuse that you're too old, that time has passed you by. We're never too old because the life force doesn't age. Our bodies age, but the life force doesn't age. We have that in us, and we are here to create. We are here to create until the very last. Some of you know Kathy Thompson, one of our members who died two days ago. What a beautiful woman she was. Even though she had bout after bout after bout with cancer, she always had a smile on her face. She was always just, okay, here we go. And I remember she was sitting right about where you are, Donna, um, the last time that she was here. And she was saying that she'd held this idea of creating an ovarian cancer support group because that was the particular form of cancer she had. And there wasn't one around, and there wasn't one around, and finally she said, this is mine to do. And she was in celebration. She was raising her hand because she had created it. And then a month later, now she's gone. But right up until the end, she was engaged in creation. None of us know our expiration date for this body. It could be soon, it could be years from now, but that's not an excuse. See what is in your heart and go with it because the life force is giving you the energy that you need. Your wisdom is built in for the how, one step at a time. Give your energy to what you want to see more of and do not give it to what you do not want to see in the world. If you don't want more hatred, and I can guarantee nobody in this room consciously wants more hatred, don't give it to hatred. Don't give your life force that, to that. It's tempting, I know when we really disapprove of someone, to give our life energy to ranting about how wrong that is, that person or that situation or whatever. We all have lots of experience with complaining, pointing the finger, but we're giving life force to something we don't want when we do that. The 2016 election was probably the biggest example of that. There was so much hate on both sides, wasn't there? People went to the polls because they hated somebody and they wanted the one that they hated not to win instead of going because they loved somebody. We've become a country that's focusing on what we hate instead of what we want to create and we are powerful beyond measure.
So this week, I invite you to put your energy on what you want to see more of. If you want more love in the world, more kindness, more awakened consciousness, put your energy toward that. And trust that if you are doing it, if I am doing it, then are we will be doing it. That's how it works.